I'm like, son of a... This game. I hate this. Wow. morning, good evening, or good day, and welcome to the Achievement Hunting 101 podcast. This is level 17. Was it too soon to use that intro? Nah, who cares. We have an awesome show for you guys tonight, but before we get started, let's, let me introduce to you who will be joining me. First up is L, the big L. What's up, mine? It is too soon. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know, sad day. Sorry. And with us also, we have Michelle, a.k.a. Mate Shark. Did I get it? You did. Yes. You did. It's a good thing you did because you shocked me out of my silence for you going there, like, not even one second into our recording today. <laughs> I had to. It, did yeah, you? It's said. I had to. You know. It'll get people talking. Well, we'll certainly give Zed a little bit more uh, time a little later on. They deserve the respect. They deserve a proper send-off. Mm-hmm. And what's the saying? Uh, the form, the highest form of flattery. I can't think of it. Imitation. Imitation. Form of flattery. Mm-hmm. Could not think And of that's why we're here. <laughs> exactly. But before we get to all that, first, as always, let's start with our proclamation point. Take it away, yo. Hello, Foof. You look so good today. Why, thank you. Yay! Proclamation point. Community milestones. Wakapel is now in the top 1,000 of Gamerscore on TrueAchievements.com. Nice. Let's give him a round of applause. <laughs> Michelle, I didn't hear applauding from you. I, I applauded. Okay, I good. Applause. <laughs> <laughs> Golf clubs. The Kush Moose, not to be confused with the Kush Squirrel, has reached a new milestone of 125 completions. Nice. Wow. Very nice. Very nice. Out of his 2,572 games. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Sasha made it to 125 completions this week. Good job, Kush. Good job. Speaking of the Sasha, he got his 650th completion. That's not impressive. Bad. And he That's did so get like 80 completions this year 78 of them were baby games but that's okay <laughs> and in we're the not here to judge I'm not judging that he plays only baby games that only little kids would like <laughs> do what he wants I'm sure I would like him uh, speaking of Sasha big thank you to Sasha for joining us last week mm-hmm. a couple of his friends have joined us in the discord and a couple of new listeners to the show yes it's, and it's been great in the discord. all thanks to Sasha Love that guy. Wait, it's a guy? One. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, definite sidebar here. It has been awesome seeing new faces in the Discord. And as always, we encourage you, if you're curious about what we're talking about, to join us at the Discord. And uh, maybe at some point, Fu will drop the correct Discord link since us old folks uh, don't remember web links too well. Yes, mm-hmm. that Discord link, because I don't want to make mix it up, is discord 
io slash ah101 awesome uh, all right do we have more i'm trying but points to proclaim got add guy over here talking about god knows what general tin star has reached a new milestone of 650,000 gamer score making us all feel inadequate yes very much so nice speaking of inadequate Prue is, <laughs> is now the, in the top 20 of the Virginia. What? This is real? This is on here? Virginia? Is that even like a thing? Well, I mean, it's two states named us, so I guess he's in the top 20 of one of them. <laughs> All right, so he's the top East Virginia. Top 20 is a big deal. He's in the top 20 of the Virginia. True Achievements Leaderboard. Way to go, Prue. Oh, so a good milestone. Yeah. And the big... Jeez, Redemption Denied has completed a paltry 1,200 games. Jeez. Way to go. That's a lot. I don't have 1,200 games on my tag. <laughs> right. Well, you need to try harder. I guess so. He showed us his uh, receipt of all the games he bought this week and the Black Friday sales. And, uh, yeah. Might be reading some more milestones next week. <laughs> <laughs> I hope we are. I hope we are. Speaking of the redemption denied, I will segue right into the G-Task tourney thingy. And he, along with Elroy OMJ. Love that guy. There you go. And Axe Hero. <laughs> have remained in the individual side of the competition. Way to go, guys. That's crazy. This is really getting heated now. Like, there's not many people left in this contest. No, I, I was discussing with uh, X and Elroy earlier this week about how in some ways that, you know, they're both teachers. We've heard about this. Um, and I, I don't want to speak for X, but Elroy at least has Wednesday off. I'm like, oh, you lucked out, my friend. <laughs> he can do all that before he's obligated to his Thanksgiving stuff. So it kind of worked out this week in this one time that it's a Wednesday cutoff. Yeah, but to um, be fair, Elroy probably has to go shoot and kill his own turkey, so... I, I think he did that already. Oh. So he's he's good to go. He's okay. usually prepared kind of dude. Uh, <laughs> really? But, uh, yeah, yeah. I know you wouldn't believe it seeing as you've recorded with him before, and I'm I'm sure he was never on time, never had a script ready to go. But he's he's turned nope, the corner. Nope. He's, he's doing well. <laughs> I believe he X is spending his entire paychecks on new games to stay in this competition. <laughs> So or new we'll Windows see. phones. <laughs> <laughs> just to play uh, Minecraft. Oh, just just bow out, man. You'll be so happy. I mean, do the best you can, but don't go broke. But yeah, c- congratulations to the three of you who have stayed in the competition to this point. It's down to the final twenty-four. So, wow, uh, that's really really incredible that uh, you guys have put in that much dedication to it. So, top one percent. Yep. Yeah, this is it. This And how many teams work. are left? How many teams are left? Um, because the team second. of Redemption Denied and Mr. Smirnov, Eat, Sleep, Complete, Repeat, are still in as well. It's their competition to lose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, there are, let's see here, 14 teams left. Wow. Uh, and there, the, the team part is at a point where it's only one team getting eliminated a week uh on the individual side there are two people getting eliminated per week um yeah it's just incredible that uh, they're all still going and managing to balance all that 
That is a lot of TA you need to put up each week to stay in now. Yeah, without question. The cutoff's been around 9,000, I think, on the individual side. Good job, guys. Oh, yeah, they they like to complete games. Remember when I told you Redemption Dine had 1,200 completions? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, really. Smeared Off is almost at 2,100 completions. Oh, my goodness. I mean, that's awesome, but wow. And he's Canadian. So, I mean, I don't even know what that means, but uh, good job. What does that mean? <laughs> that means that he's actually humble about it. Like, nice. He apologizes to apologizes all of us. Apologizes that he's not at 2,200 completion. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess it's nice being Canadian because nine months of the out a year, it's not safe to go outside, so you have to be indoors. <laughs> but... Is he hunting Kushmus? It's some combination of the cold and wild elk keeping you indoors. <laughs> All right, I have no idea what just happened. <laughs> Proclamation point took 10 minutes. Keep going. All right. Well, <laughs> that leads us into a couple of <laughs> news topics we got. First one that we want to talk about is the mobile game Age of Empires Castle Siege. Recently, it's been noted that it is going offline. Final final day for the servers is May nineteenth, twenty nineteen. So mm-hmm. that's about six and a half, seven months left for you to get that right. completion. That Which, sucks because uh, that is a is long it... completion. Oh yeah. Have you guys played this? At is all? that the phone no. and the, and Windows? I believe it's everything. 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 Oh, well, this is one of those paywalled type games, right? So, um, have you played Clash of Clans? No. Have you played? No. Oh no! Whatever. <laughs> here's it's... here's Kenny with his hundred thousand gamer score, listing off all these games <laughs> that neither of us have played. This is those why your gamer score is so low, Kenny. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Um, no, it's it's essentially Clash of Clans. If for whoever's out there has played the game, it's the exact same thing, but it's a worse version of Age of Empires somehow that they've made managed to come up with. Okay, well that's. Uh... And I definitely looked into it, being that it's one of the few games that has achievements or had achievements on the iOS platform, but I never. That's why I originally started it because I figured, oh look, I have an iPhone, I can get a couple of achievements. It's yeah, Empire, it was so basically Wordermint, and that's it. In some well, solitaire. I mean, I, I didn't think that iOS games were too appealing to you because they don't timestamp, right? So they don't count for things like streaks or whatever um, else. They... Nope, but the gamer score would have counted, I guess. Exactly. This is true. This is true. Uh, and while we're on the topic of Age of Empires Castle Siege, which is the one that's shutting down, um, there are some other server closures. So we do have the Thanksgiving holiday coming up. Uh, here in the states gobble, so, gobble. You have... <laughs> um, so you have a little time to start working on some of these if they're of interest to you the most far afield one is going to be the age of empires one in may uh, outside of some regular closures that we get like the annual wwe closure that happens every year uh, otherwise uno and friends has once again had a stay of execution on its servers and is now closing in february uh, happy wars 360 is shutting down december 17th oh, and ff yeah, it's it's very close. And that game is also very grindy. And I think you can get most of it done 
reasonably within the time that we have left. But you need to uh, do sessions because mm-hmm. otherwise you're not going to get anything done. Sounds like well, L, you've been doing some sessions, in. right? I did a few sessions, yeah. What do they entail? They entail sitting there and hitting Y and doing team skills with your team and gaining levels. It's pretty unexciting. But, but sounds about as exciting as done. running to the opposite side of the map to get killed. It's or better than Borderlands. Oh. <laughs> uh, well, so it's not exciting, but if you want to get the game done and it's on your tag or however else, uh, you only have just under a month to go. And also Final Fantasy XV's Comrades DLC is also going to be uh, that server's going offline on December 12th. So if you're interested in doing the Final Fantasy XV Comrades achievements, you should have enough time if you start right around now. But do make sure to do your research because uh, I had just started it myself. I know, Elle, you've just started it as well. Um, it looks on the surface like you need to get to a very high level to accomplish whatever final battle you need to go to. But the trick is really about forging your weapons. So um, Kingsman, who's in our lovely community, is very knowledgeable about this. Chin also... Chin Doctor is very knowledgeable about this. So definitely pop in and ask questions. I'm going to try to get knowledgeable about this. Should be doable, but make sure you take the right approach so it doesn't take any longer than it absolutely needs to. Yeah, talking to Kingsman, he said it was right at about a 30-hour completion, I believe is what he said. So give or take a couple of hours. So. Yeah, not not a completion all told, but to get the achievements that you need as part of this DLC pack. Right. Yeah, the stuff before it goes offline. Mm -hmm. And not to mention, if you need help, because it is better in a team, we have lots of people that's been talking on Discord. Jump on over. I'm sure you can find a couple of sessions before it closes. Do you either Mm -hmm. get all the achievements or at least a couple of things before it closes out? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I know, like I said before, Al and I are both working on it. I'm pretty sure Ben is working on it. Beast Middle is working uh, on it as well. so there, there are definitely people around who are actively trying to get that done. So maybe we can get a couple sessions together before the servers close and, and try it out. It's really not too hard. It's mostly just press and hold the B button until the quest ends. But it's We'll see what happens. Coming. Yep, absolutely. Yep. So speaking of Final Fantasy fifteen, that was the one game I picked up during the Black Friday deals, of which there are numerous, numerous games. Did you guys have a chance to check this out? I have. There's a <laughs> couple of games I'm interested in. Specifically, there's a couple of Lego games that are five dollars. That's mm-hmm. tempting. I've played one Lego game, uh, <laughs> Batman Three. I'm not gonna okay. lie. I don't see the hype to it. I know a lot of people really like these games. Maybe it's just not for me. But for like the one specifically that I saw that really am interested in is Lego Jurassic World. I love dinosaurs. I love Jur- Jurassic Park's my favorite movie. So having you know Jurassic World five dollars that's kind of tempting. The um the Lego games are of course kind of an interesting case study, right? Because they're another one of these companies that got got all these uh, different franchises and now they're developing games based on these franchises and. Uh, they seem to be doing all right, thankfully. I think that uh, Lego games lost the thread for me when they started becoming more hub-based. And one thing, I have Lego Jurassic World, 
And it's probably just me because I'm impatient and I only wind up playing the game when it comes up for contests. So I forget what I'm doing. But I have a hard time navigating the hub in that because the game splits into the two movies and there are two hub areas for each movie. And I always get lost. I find a wall I can't get through. I, I just the, the stages and the level design and all that's great. But the hubs just since they started that particular design trope in Lego games, uh, I haven't been as into them, but they seem to do $5 Lego games pretty regularly during these big sales. Pretty sure I picked up Marvel Superheroes or something like that last year. That's another one I was looking at. Marvel Superheroes and Marvel's Avengers. Love Marvel, both $5. So if you happen to play Marvel Superheroes with a friend, uh, Elle and I played it together. It's really weird about achievement pops for both people. Um, Yuck. We... Both logging with, with pretty much every game we play, we at least try to log both accounts in because you, maybe you'll get something. And I don't remember exactly what it was, L, but there was like the um, levels the, popped for both of us. The levels the... popped for both of us, mm-hmm. but there's other stuff that didn't. Yeah, there's like stuff you have to do in the hub area. And no matter which one of us did it, L got the achievement because he was the host profile. But I was still getting some stuff. So Yeah, um, it was weird it was weird <laughs> but yeah i would pick a lego game based on which franchises you like for sure mm-hmm. absolutely but also you should have gotten the you know, Lig, uh, indiana jones ones as games with gold some of the star wars you should yeah. try them out mm-hmm. see if you Pirates like them of the caribbean i think i have yeah yeah not to mention i have a uh, two nephews that are just turned 13 you know it's i, I mean not necessarily that lego games are appealing to 13 year olds and more like five-year-olds no, I, I don't think that that's a fair he, assessment. Okay. I see <laughs> I, it as very childish. I think the Lego games, especially the early ones, are actually really great games to play in co-op. Because oh, okay. there's, even though there's a lot of collectible stuff, if you're just looking to play casually with a family member that comes over who's not a big gamer, they're easy to pick up. And because you can easily switch who has what character, if someone's really getting stuck, you just switch to the character that they're using and then move forward. Uh, oh, okay. it, Lego games are pretty frequently cited, at least among people I know, where it's like the game that their spouse or their you know friend that comes over, their y- younger child, will sit down and play with them, even if they're not typically interested, because they're pretty easy to pick up and play. Eh, maybe I'll pick up one of them for, for them. All right. Well, obviously forget- they're young; they like superheroes, especially with me as their uncle. All right. Sorry about that break i don't know i hope this audio doesn't sound too terrible but we had a uh mix up for technical difficulties but uh this is where you just dub in some funny music and it'll be all right you don't need to tell them that we're perfect Oh, okay all right total professionals here yeah but uh but yeah we were just talking about lego games and they're awesome yes. and uh they're a good choice from the sale what was other, there anything else? One that, other game that I saw that I'm probably going to pick up, and this is actually a good game. If somehow you don't have this and you haven't experienced it yet, it's also a good game for achievements. Life is Strange, the complete season, one through five, is $4. Mm-hmm. That's a steal. I got it for 15 and it was a steal at that point because I think I had it 50% off or something like that. <laughs> now it's, what is it, 80% off, it's $4. If you haven't experienced this game, just buy it. It's so good. Now, Elle, you had mentioned something in 
Discord with regard to something strange with like the tracking all of the achievements or the percentage of people who pop Oh, I was just making a random generalization that so many people have it started, but the first optional picture in the game came up as a rare achievement on Xbox, so it made me look at how many people got it, and it was a lot less than you would think, being the first um, the first achievement in the game. Well, it's actually optional photo number two. The first one is kind of mandatory, even though it's it says right. optional. I mean, I can kind of understand that, because you're first starting, you don't really know what you're doing. Well, so, I think, too, that so many people approach the game as strictly a narrative experience. So even though the photography is part of it, they're really more engaged with just... It's it's the common thing we talk about, about how casual or the normal gamer plays versus how those of us with our achievement hunting mindset. Although, I would say, and I don't know if this is the case for the both of you, but I'm pretty sure even before I was into achievements, I would be looking for those optional photos. Because they, they do a really good job in the game giving you hints as to where to look for them. I mean, personally, I think I'm actually one of the people that didn't get the second optional photo. Yeah. And actually missed a bunch, a lot of them. Because mm-hmm. when it's a game like this that's heavy narrative, I do a blind run. I don't want any spoilers. I don't want a guide. I do one playthrough. Yeah, that's fine. Blind, and then I go back through. It's like, all right, now where's all the things? It was just an interesting case study because no, 70,000 people got optional photo number one. And 50... 7,000 people finished the episode, but then optional photos two through five were gotten by around 40,000 people. So a good 30,000 people didn't go for all of them. And if you think of TA, you think of a bunch of completionists and stuff like that. And now Life is Strange is easy gamer score, but either people didn't bother to find them or didn't care or just dive the game. or yeah, It's just interesting to look at numbers sometimes. Absolutely. Numbers are a large part of the reason why we're here, right? (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely worth pointing this sort of stuff out. You Um, guys uh, picking up anything on Black Friday sale? Hmm. We have so much already. (laughs) Uh, There's always room for more games. (laughs) That's true. Not on my hard drive, though, which is becoming increasingly problematic. Um, Elle picked up Final Fantasy XV. Was that part of the... Black it was, and I actually paid yeah. for it, shockingly. I know. I was. <laughs> <laughs> I turned on my Xbox that day, and I'm like, you know, I see Forza Horizon 4 downloaded, but that's because L had won the code from somewhere. So I was like, okay, I get that. And then I saw Final Fantasy 15. I'm like, wait, what? I didn't buy that. I didn't buy that. Who bought that? <laughs> it was, it was <laughs> a weird little moment there. Check um, her credit card statement, Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, excellent point. Uh, I... I would like to pick up Evil Within 2, especially now in the post-cheat code environment that doesn't invalidate your achievements. Uh, I loved the first Evil Within. Uh, Just a great aesthetic, and it was really interesting. The DLC was actually pretty good for it, too. Uh, Not, you know, discussions about DLC aside. uh, Just, I really, really enjoyed it. But there's always that nagging thing that even though it's only $15 now... Am I going to play it before the next time it's $15 or less? I'm not sure. I just started Final Fantasy 15. I started Red Dead Redemption 2 today, finally. Uh, I started Forza Horizon 4 the other day. So I've, I've so already got good. so many things that I'm 
trying to actively work on, on top of things that I had been working on from UHH and so forth. So, um, I want it. I don't know if I'll get it. Um, but that was really the only thing in the Black Friday sale that I, I thought about purchasing. Uh, everything else fell pretty easily into that. I have enough other easy stuff accessible. I don't really need that game right now. Yes, there is definitely a lot that falls into that category. Although um, uh, Avatar is on sale still, right? For three bucks. So that yes. that one is, is intriguing just in that spending $3 for a thousand gamer score that that's, uh, that's that was that deal. game well before that kind of game was released weekly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so definitely been kind of keeping a, an eye on that one just, just because, um, you know, maybe save it for if I ever cross the million mark, like make it that game. Uh, oh yeah but... oh my gosh <laughs> <laughs> well i guess i have to buy it now it's check in with me in uh, 10 years <laughs> it's three bucks for a thousand gamer score and like three minutes of gameplay and that includes the loading times like <laughs> deal <laughs> come on i can get half a sandwich for three dollars sometimes you gotta i did avatar weigh your options you guys should be doing avatar it's true it's true <laughs> uh so El, is there anything else you're considering having me spend money on um, you told me you couldn't wait to buy me the Goat Simulator DLC, so we're definitely going to do that. <laughs> that came <out. laughs> Was it's, that your uh, goat? <laughs> it's a goat with one of them weird modifiers. It's $6, and it's normally 20 for the whole bundle. So that resembles a sale? Mm-hmm. Close enough. I mean, if you want that I try not to study not the bad. list too much because then I'll want stuff, so it's better to sure. not look at it. Sure, absolutely. Completely understand that. That's exactly my thought until we started talking about this, and now I have the entire list of games that I want, and the walk Kenny, have you no. played um, <laughs> the other Life is Strange game? Before, Before the, the storm? storm? Yeah. Not yet. Part of re- Actually, this Life is Strange, I'm actually probably going to buy this for Brooke, because uh, she, she wants to play it. She did the first episode... And I want her to uh, play the other four episodes. And then we're going to play Before the Storm together. Nice. I feel important to acknowledge that Kenny actually did not air quote when he said for Brooke. So he means it. That's sweet. Yeah. I. You know, I said, hey, babe, you know, let's play Life is Strange. You know, thinking she'll play it on my account. She'll get me the oh. achievements that I missed. <laughs> I could use a guide as she's playing. I could say, hey, quick, go get that picture so you know I don't have to do it again. She goes, no, I want to play it on my account. But you don't what? care about the achievements. <laughs> <laughs> play it on mine. <laughs> That's ch- like uh, what, what L runs into with his son these days, where now he's got his own tag and... Uh... <laughs> That that's relatively accurate, Al. Unacceptable. <laughs> so now it looks like I'm spending four bucks to she'll complete that game. <laughs> you don't have it already? Not on her tag. I have it on mine. But you don't own it and you log in as her so she could play it? Confused? Eh. Yeah, I guess I could put it, my account on that Xbox. But, eh. 
whatever. Four dollars. That's more sandwiches, dude. Come on. <laughs> very true. <laughs> or you could buy before the storm for five dollars and ten cents. A very nice arbitrary amount. Before taxes, which makes it an even more arbitrary amount. Oh <laughs> darn it. Weird numbers. Alright. So before we get to the community questions, we want to acknowledge like we said at the beginning of the show, Zed to Zed had their final episode today as of recording or tomorrow or yesterday as of release. It sucks. It's sad. You know, it's the end of an era. And we're good friends with all the with everyone over there. And we just kind of want to say thank you to you guys for having a, having a good podcast that we've you know listened to for three years now building a great community uh most of us in the, in our community you know all of us that you hear on throughout the show we've all came from zed to zed uh you know just it sucks it's sad you know i was listening to the show today and it ended and when they said the end it's like oh Next Monday, there's not going to be another episode. Just sad. Got you right in the feels, Kenny. It did. Right in the feels. <laughs> I'm trying to determine whether or not they owe everyone an apology for introducing most of this community to L. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I want money back. <laughs> I think they do. Why not? But, I personally you know, am very sad also. Believe it or not. I came across Z to Z in episode four. Wow. When they had on Sasha Morning, so may have borrowed that idea just a little bit. <laughs> but um I quickly listened to the first three episodes and from there I kinda cultivated some people and word of mouth is how you grow a podcast. I said check out this cool podcast and I brought a lot of people in. And I want to give a big thanks to Freemhole and Crandy and ZZ Urban Spaceman for starting up Zed to Zed. You guys did great until you brought on Prue. What were you guys thinking? Ooh. Oh, man. No, of course I kid. Prue is great. Everyone's great. Yeah. And there was that one time, I think it was, oh, I don't know, episode 24? Where you had <laughs> me and Michelle on, and it was the birth of Prue. And from there, 150 episodes later. So good job, guys. We'll miss you. It's a good run. And we can only hope to be as entertaining as you guys were for so long. Yeah. So thank you Without for the inspiration. Said, this show wouldn't be. And thank you for introducing us to numerous, numerous community members that I now call. Not only fake friends, but just friends. Thanks again. Yes. Yeah, it was, uh, I mean, three years is a, a big accomplishment. It's a lot of time, and without fail, you knew that an episode of Zed to Zed was coming out every week, um, other than one brief hiatus that we were well informed about. So to do that for 150 weeks, week in, week out, with changes in personnel and changes in availability, um, and recording for a long time with you know, someone on the other side of the world, essentially, uh, it's really impressive. And uh, the content was always 
entertaining and uh, the community contests were great so many of us forged bonds over our random to-do list efforts and uh you know different other challenges the rocket league tournament that was held around this time last year was just a ton of fun and uh that was all thanks to zed to zed giving a platform for all of us to do that and it very effectively took um a lot of what some of us say has kind of been missing from true achievements where it's just fun hanging out with your friends and commenting on things and having in jokes uh, and it allowed us to sort of recreate that environment of early days true achievements uh, through the discord and through the forum so thank you again for everything Zed thank you for int- effectively introducing all of us to each other now uh, and putting this idea in our heads too because we're having a lot of fun with it and creating content and doing this sort of thing and uh, I hope that these frame and all of his innovation and stuff with contests gets continues to get a platform because uh, we definitely look forward to participating in any way that we can because uh, they're always just a great time. So thank you again. Yeah. Oh, also, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention and thank you guys for allowing Elroy and myself to participate on the show as part of What the L with the RTDL. <laughs> um, RTDL has not been the same since if I say so myself no it, it's mm-hmm. always a fun thing <laughs> to get that list every month and I oh, just yes. want to say thank you again and I'm going to start crying again so back to you <laughs> Kenny but yeah that's actually you're talking about the true achievements forums that's interesting because it actually is kind of like a callback to early and I guess late uh, 360 days mm-hmm. where, you know, I talk to a lot of the people listening to this. I talk to you guys just as much, if not more than, you know, my actual friends, you know, the guys that were at my <laughs> wedding. I talk to you guys more than them through either, right. you know, discord or a boosting session or just Xbox or whatever. It's like, like Al said, you guys aren't just, you know, fake friends. You're just, you're real friends now. Well, and it's, it reminds me again, in, in terms of comparing with TA in the early days of true achievements for me. I mean, that's how I met L was through a Gears of War boosting session for seriously. Um, and the six of us who did most of that progress together are mostly still in touch in some way or another. Um, you know, we may not chat every day, but we, we still have a connection to each other. And I feel that way with the Titanfall crew, um, and that was oh my gosh, through Zed, yes. you know, that there's, there's always that, that thing and those in jokes, you know, kettle Karn for everyone that remembers <laughs> that night, um, uh, that, that will continue to kind of bind us all to each other. Ah, uh, yes. The Titanfall boost. Got to mention the Titanfall boost. Yeah. And then we, we may have our, our moments and our ins and outs and ups and downs that I consider everyone that was a part of that a, a friend and someone I would continue to help with things if there are things to be helped with and that was all thanks to to Zed to Zed for creating a community of like-minded people who were willing to spend the time to go in there and get it done and also have fun with it and not worry about you know I mean I started to get worried about the fact that we do that for the rest of our lives but even though it took us eight months <laughs> we got it done for just about everyone uh in honor of Zed we really should Kenny and uh Stan 
we should get the two of you done so we can officially officially put the game to bed but that doesn't happen without z to z so we'd be remiss if we didn't mention that as well yeah yeah so once you're once everybody's caught up listening to our show of course um if you have nothing else to listen to, check out those 150 episodes of Dez is Ed. You'll have a good time. Absolutely. Lots and Absolutely. lots of inside jokes. Yes. Too many to mention here. Yeah, lots there's, of there's ga- a, good achievement talk. Right. There's a lot of timeless content in there where you don't need to be too concerned about, well, this this episode came out in 2016. I don't know if it's going to be relatable it's because it's, it is. Hearing about Crew's Elite Controller in the Oven, you could hear any year <laughs> so and have good. a good laugh. Absolutely. But yes, just thank you, Freem, Prue, Randy, and Terrigan. Lots of good times have been had because you guys started a podcast. Amen. All right. Well, not to end on a somber remote uh, note, we have one community question we want to get to, and it's: Have you guys ever broken a controller or anything out of anger while gaming? I personally have broken a controller here recently, but I'll save that story for last. Really? Um, have you guys broken anything? Well, sorry. You're such you a out. gentle soul, Kenny. I know. You know, <laughs> the gentle ones are the ones you gotta look out for. This is true. <laughs> but have you broken anything, else? <laughs> uh, only my spirits. Um, <laughs> I definitely have sworn a lot and yelled a lot but i cannot remember a time i've actually broken a controller probably because i'm just too cheap and i've thought about the consequences you never threw a headset or anything mm, maybe into the couch but not not not, to the, not purposely to break it no <laughs> how about you michelle um some anger I, behind I... that sweet voice <laughs> Jeez, i heard her say gosh darn it once 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 it was a really it was bad crazy day. You know, I, I haven't actually uh, thrown anything in anger. My my method when I'm frustrated with a game is usually get angry at myself. So Broken Spirits is closer to correct for me, as you alluded to, Al. Oh, I did have um, a moment, though, uh, when I was playing Joe Danger. So this was some years ago, and I was living in an apartment with no air conditioning. And it was hot, and it was summer, and I was playing Joe Danger. And it was like 3 in the morning, and I had to get up at 6 in the morning. So everything was just bad. And I knew I could feel my, like, my self-control slipping. So I actually walked into the other room and, like, grabbed two pillows and sat them down next to me. And the next time I failed, I threw my controller right into the pillows, and it felt much better. (laughs) But, but, like, I knew it was coming, and I I knew I didn't want to, like, shatter it. So for, like... You know, the next hour, because I finally got this achievement at, like, four-something in the morning. Ooh. So, you know, I, I built, like, a little safety net for my poor controller, and it was fine. It was probably, <laughs> like, going to a theme park for the controller. Like, wee, look at me on these bounce pads. But, uh, no, that, that's about it. That's as much as I've ever done with that kind of thing. See, I mean, I, I think everyone gets angry at gaming, you know, going for that one achievement or playing that one multiplayer match and that guy keeps killing you and every time he kills you he teabags you so he so you just get angrier and angrier and angrier so i've always had a rule i don't throw a controller much like what l said you know it's expensive it's 60 dollars. i've broken probably three or four of those old crappy 360 microphone headsets because they're like eight dollars it's just like oh son of a 
throw it on the ground and it breaks it's satisfying but uh I've, i'm actually getting a little annoyed thinking about this but at the same time i'm kind of laughing <laughs> but uh two weeks ago uh actually red dead redemption 2 is the one that did it for me of all Uh-oh. the games it's just like really <laughs> that one because typically you think multiplayer did your horse not bond with you appropriately? <laughs> no, I would have loved for him to rather kicked me than what happened. Uh, I'm not going to give any spoilers. I'll give vague details. If you've played the game and the missions, it's all right there at the beginning. You'll know exactly what I'm talking about, but I'll, I'll be vague. So, jeez. I'm starting <laughs> off with this first mission, and there's a guy in the game, uh, Kieran, he tells you where the bad guys camp is the O'Driscoll's camp and mm-hmm. he's just like he'll lead you there so i'm like okay so we're you know off to go kill the bad guys we're going to their hideout we get there i'm starting to do the mission and there's probably 25 ish enemies i mean there's a good bit of them you and you and your boys you know you take them out no big deal so the mission ends my partners they go back to camp and I'm sitting there, well, instead of just following them back, I'm like, no, oh, there's all these bodies. There's lots of loot here. Let me get all this stuff. So I'm sitting there looting. And let me actually say this first. We are in the middle of freaking nowhere. I mean, absolutely nowhere is this cabin in this camp. And while I'm looting people, some guy on a horse is decides to, run, decides to come on by. And he sees me, all these dead bodies. Obviously, I had to have killed him because, you know, why else would I be there? So he takes off running. I get wanted. I couldn't catch him. I had didn't really even know where he was. It just caught me completely off guard. So I got wanted. I'm like, dang, gone it. Because I'm, <laughs> it's impossible not to have a bounty in that game. I don't know if you guys have played it. It's just aggravating. So I go off. I pay the bounty. I don't have a lot of money to begin with go to do the next game the next mission where you got to collect debts you know yeah i collect the first one no big deal the second one you have to go collect a debt from this woman and she says i don't have it my husband has it so in order to get it from him you have to beat him up well you beat him up and loot him well someone see off and i think this is actually part of the game sees you taking money off this guy that you just beat up so he goes oh you're mugging him and he runs off to get the cops well i see him i i I chase after him retrospect i should have just tackled him but instead of tackling him i'm like here let me get the lasso out so i throw the lasso i i rope him i tie him up and while i'm doing it i'm going oh no i shouldn't do this and as i'm trying to cut him loose someone goes he's kidnapping him he takes off (laughs) And I get another freaking bounty. I'm like, son of a bitch. God, annoying because I cannot get away from these bounties. So I'm like, whatever. I don't care. I'm just going to continue with the mission. Go collect the third and final debt. And this is the one where he doesn't have money, so you're just allowed to take whatever. So I go in, I take some of his stuff, and I take his horse to go sell. While I'm riding back... As I'm trying to get back to sell this stupid horse, the bounty hunters show up and they kill me. But they don't just, you know, overwhelm me. 
my controller, you know, conveniently the one I broke, uh, the left trigger, the aim button, starts to stick. So I push the left trigger down to try to aim, and it stays down. And I can't get it to come back up. I can't get it to... It winds up killing me. I'm like, son of a... This game, I hate this. Wow. Got It got me killed. I lost the horse. Like I said, I have no money. I'm dead. So... I go back, and I also should say that this is like 12 o'clock at night. So I'm looking at this. I I respawn, lose a a little bit of money from respawning, and I'm like, all right, I have some stuff on my on my guy, on my in my pockets. I'm like, I'm just gonna go to the to the camp or to the town, and I'm gonna sell it, and I'm going to bed. Well, on my way to the town, uh, I wound up getting, I wound up coming across this bridge. And it's guarded by the O'Driscolls. The O'Driscolls are there, and they go, "I know you. You're part of. Uh, you're part of that gang. Get 'em, boys." I'm caught off guard. I didn't expect this gunfight. So immediately, once again, the left trigger is starting is starting to stick. I get killed. Soon as I get killed, you know, it pops up, dead, on the on the screen. And I just stand up. I'm like, I'm done with this game. I hate this game. Screw Red Dead. F this game. F it. I'm done. And I just kind of turn around. And in my head, I was kind of aiming for the couch. But I was also angry at the controller for being broke. And I just football spike this thing into the ground. And pieces go everywhere. This thing broke. I mean, I'll show you guys on the camera. I mean, it's kind of thing. Oh, man. This thing kind of exploded. Gotta, <laughs> it's like got an ear now. <laughs> you gotta just post that a picture in Discord. Yes, I'll I'll post these pictures in Discord. Yeah, this thing exploded. Was that just a like a pack-in controller? Just a regular? Yeah, it's just a regular, you know, factory controller. Right. It came with it. It's nothing special. But I'm just ah. <laughs> so did you buy one of those? $32.50 Black Friday controllers from a Microsoft store to replace it. <laughs> Probably about to. But it's like, I'm also, <laughs> I'm downstairs and I'm screaming. I'm cussing, which I, I don't ever do. It's That's just not my personality. I usually internalize the anger, you know, just punch a pillow or something. I wanted to wake and broke up upstairs. I come upstairs oh. and she's looking. She's like, <laughs> Kenny's angry. I'm not going to say nothing. Let's just go to bed. And it's just, ah! Uh, I even woke up the next morning miffed. I was, t- I was just. Ticked. You're still angry now. It sounds like. I thinking about it, uh, it annoys me, especially because I just, you know, I throw a controller. It's the only controller I've ever thrown, and it just shattered. And it's, I mean, but it's funny. It's, uh, it's annoying, but it's funny. But yeah, I exploded a controller. All right. Well, that was. Uh... Thank you, Red. Well, generally, we're we're peaceful people. And if I had to have assumed, like, if, if somebody had played a guessing game as to which one of the three of us had shattered a controller, it probably, they probably would have picked L. Yeah, probably. Um, So good job ruining the betting line on that one, Kenny. That's what I do. <laughs> but wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> he just clicked. I'm not the angry one. It's just at times I get angry. Yeah, yeah you're the reason they invented the term going postal. People like you. <laughs> they flipped their lids. Yes, and I flipped it, and 
a controller blew up. But you guys got anything else you want to add? I have I have one yes. quick question. Seeing as we are going into Thanksgiving, uh, off the top of your heads, because we did not put this in the rundown document, do either of you have one gaming-related thing you're thankful for this year? Um, I'm going to let Kenny think, because he's coming down from the adrenaline rush of telling that story. <laughs> yes. L, you have anything? I am thankful for my hard drive full of games and that I could play them with my friends and family. I got one. I'm right. thankful for our, our semi-impromptu Hawking boost. That was a ton of fun. Oh, that was Elroy, mm-hmm. OMJ, he decided to join us. Love that and guy. <laughs> I see why he doesn't. And he didn't know what press A meant or something like that? Press one. Oh, my God. Oh, There's man, a reason he right. doesn't play multiplayer games. And it is spectacular. <laughs> <laughs> Between him not knowing just how to multiplayer and never hearing Prue laugh so hard in his life. I thought he was <laughs> going to die he, from laughing so hard. Oh, that was great. Oh, man. This is the June bug story. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Talking is the reason why we have a yeah. June bug emote in our yes. Discord. Oh, yes. Um, if you. Yeah, as you know from listening, Elroy has a little bit of a, a twang <laughs> uh, to his his speech, and there was something about the way he said the word Junebug, and I'm pretty sure Bruce <laughs> stopped breathing for a couple minutes. <laughs> but um, th- but this is why these the big group boosts are so much fun, oh, right? So and that was uh, that leads me in very nicely to what I'm thankful for is for um, the fact that we've had the opportunity to build a community here and meet some new people and that, uh, and I'm thankful for those people who listen to Zed and wherever else they may have listened, who've come here and also decided to be a part of, uh, the community in, in discord or through listening to the show. Uh, because I think in the next year, we're going to have many more opportunities to do these sort of big fun boosts. We have some new folks who've come in who have not done Hawkin. And are looking to do Hawkin. So even if, you know, we don't need it, it's a good opportunity to get together and kind of start to get to know each other and maybe develop another Rocket League tournament in the future if people are interested in that kind of stuff. So it's it's just great to have everyone here and involved. And I look forward to what post-Thanksgiving brings us. Yeah, we'll definitely be working on some boosts come 2019. Holiday season's not the best time to start one. But, I mean, we have Titanfall 360. Mm-hmm. And in our Discord, I remember seeing that you can get a used Xbox 360 for $0. So if you don't have one, go to our wheeling and dealing section and find that. I know you... You know what? I don't remember the details. Just go ahead and look it up. You can get a new... three, or I'm sorry. A used used 360 for $0. You pay $70 and then you get a $70 mail-in rebate. It's not that hard to figure out. Okay, that's how it works. Right. Either way. I speak fluent uh, sale. <laughs> I couldn't remember <laughs> the details. But you can get that. And then Titanfall, I think, is $3. So if you want to have, you want to join in some go. of our booths and have a big old laugh factory like we have, that's a great, great way to start. All right. But I think that about do it for all, everyone here. So if you enjoyed the show, uh, please like and review us. 
and much like I do to X Xbox One controllers, smash that subscribe button. <laughs> Good one. Uh, you can follow us at all the normal places on the internet: uh, Big L, Maychark, and Fufu Cuddly Poof. Uh, be sure to follow the show on Twitter at Achievements One Hundred One, and our mixer, uh, which is at AH One Hundred One. And just one more quick plug in case you didn't hear the Discord link before or don't feel like going back to it. Discord is discord.io slash AH101. And if somehow that's not working, message one of us. We'd love to have you in, in our community. It's a great time. All right, guys. Talk to you all next week. Happy Thanksgiving. See you later. Happy Thanksgiving. Gobble, gobble, Happy gobble. Five, four. A very sequential segment with Matrark, X the Hero, and El Royal Empty. Love that guy. Happy holidays to all our wonderful listeners. Here at a very sequential segment, we want to make sure that you get the most out of this Thanksgiving. So, of course, given that our show's demographic skewed towards that of hefty eaters. We want to help prepare the table for all Achievement Hunters with the top five Chivo Mills on the Thanksgiving table list. But first, some Thanksgiving puns and trees. Ooh, I just barely got that out. So a turkey walks into the bar and says, gobble, 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 gobble. Yep. <laughs> Bartender gets super pissed and has him thrown out because he had already warned him twice about using all that foul language. <sighs> Sounds like Emma a couple weeks ago and me last time with Gargos, but wouldn't wouldn't the joke make more sense if it went like this? Turkey walks into a bar and goes, gobble, 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 and everybody just looks at him strangely because there's a turkey in the bar, and that's probably not something you see every day. That, that's a good point. You know, remember when we used to just do our old-style pleasantries for leaderboard positions? Well, well, since you don't, like, you don't like the puns and, puns and trees? I, it's... I love the puns and trees, but I love tradition too, and Thanksgiving's oh. all about tradition. So Ooh. let me introduce a couple of leaderboard positions for the two of you, and since this is a Thanksgiving episode, and people sometimes sit down with their families to play not video games, I know, I know, I just wanted, <laughs> <What>? to, say, <laughs> I just wanted to say hello and good morning to X the Hero and Elroy OMJ, the 315th and 1111th ranked gamers in the United States of America at board game... Oh, I at cart and board game uh, by true achievement score, respectively. Hey, as long as it's in America, that sounds good to me. <laughs> of course it would, y'all well, Southerners. <laughs> we are obviously talking about American Thanksgiving this week, since Canadian Thanksgiving was uh, in October, and I don't think other countries in the world are allowed to celebrate Thanksgiving. So, Wait, Canadian Thanksgiving? Do they, like, thank all the mooses for being mooses? Do they, like, <laughs> yeah. bow down to the great Gretzky? What is that? They thank everybody and then apologize for not being thankful enough. <laughs> well, and also, if you look at the calendar, um, it says Thanksgiving, and then it has a little parentheses and a CA like the uh, like it does on TA for all the Canadian games. Of course. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, yeah. All right. So, um, with that said, let's just go ahead and jump into our list for this week with the honorable mention. 
Now, before you can do anything related to Thanksgiving, you have to get ready for Thanksgiving, right? You both understand this. Our listeners understand this. I mean, we all love watching the parade and or watching football and consuming the food and the drinks and the dessert. But it takes a lot of time to get to that point for the person who's hosting your particular Thanksgiving festivities. Are either of you guys the hosts of your Thanksgivings? Oh, man, I got a good thing going. Everyone's coming here. I don't have to drive anywhere. I don't have to drive to Iowa. I don't have to drive over to Arkansas. I don't have to drive down to Texas. Everyone's coming here. So that's why I like Thanksgiving. I don't have to go anywhere. Okay. It's beautiful. Yep. What about you, Ed? Well, I have Kelsey's family likes to see us, and then my mom likes to see us, and then my dad likes to see us. They're not together. And then my grandpa hosts a Thanksgiving, and then one of my grandmas hosts a Thanksgiving, and then my aunt hosts a Friendsgiving, which is dreadful, but she'll never listen to this, so don't tell her I said that. Um, (laughs) No, yeah, I actually don't look forward to Thanksgiving because everybody needs me, and I can only be so many places at a time. It's stressful. See, and you say Friendsgiving? Yeah. Yeah. That's the hell thing. is that? It's, we're going to invite family and friends over for Friendsgiving. It, Friendsgiving was a big thing when I was in Why? college because people didn't always go home for Thanksgiving. So they didn't have their families. So they would get together and do a Friendsgiving. It's not that sounds uncommon. Like, sounds like it's uh, kind of uh, alienates those of us that don't have friends. Hey, that's my <laughs> philosophy. <laughs> Well, on on that note, I have a different Thanksgiving experience. It's usually at my place, and it usually requires a lot of preparation. So I get what you're saying, uh, Elroy, about everyone coming Mm -hmm. to you. But that also means that I have to do the turkey and the other big things, because nobody's bringing that stuff. Mm -hmm. Yep, so you understand. Um, And so does the game that I picked for honorable mention, and that game is Stardew Valley. And its achievement list is completely loaded with the things you need to do to take you need to do to get ready for your thanksgiving guests so first you have to be able to have a place to host everybody so let's go ahead and make sure we earn the living large achievement for getting your house to its maximum size now this is because as someone who has mostly had her thanksgivings and cramped new york city apartments the one thing i know we can definitely use is more space the way that way we can more easily put out the meal more easily seat everybody and avoid the annual uh who turkey coma on the couch now i really don't want to sit on the floor to watch the football game Go sports. (laughs) Now, once you're comfortable living large in your maxed out house, you can then go about finding guests to fill in the cavernous spaces in your new home. After all, it's not Thanksgiving if you don't have lots of people to pay lip service to when they ask you what you're thankful for this year. Oh, of course, I'm thankful you're in my life. You only really want your bestest friends and family over. So go ahead and unlock the popular achievement for reaching a five heart friend level with 20 people. Now, of course, you can invite those people over that you only have four-star friend levels with, but let's be realistic, Achievement Hunters. You're not interested in their friendship anymore since you already got the achievement you needed. Truth. Next, you need to make sure you have food. Now, since, thankfully, you're a farmer, you grow your own crops, so make sure to... (laughs) Is this one of those freaking farmer simulators is it, that what you just threw on us it, it's not really it not not a farming simulator game like the one you've covered like, in previous like the, weeks like you want to <laughs> go to work you're on thanksgiving and here you are working I <laughs> no mean, just go tend, tend the fields here stardew valley know. is like harvest moon if if you've heard of that and yes it is a farming simulator but it's not like what kind of combine uh. you're using it's getting seeds and growing crops and bringing the crops to town and selling them so you can get more seeds to plant different crops during different times of the year. It's it's way better than like professional farmer 2017. Right. It's it's actually they're a lot of fun. 
Right. It's, it's like, not it's not Tractor Valley no, or anything no, like it's, that. It's like arcade farming. Like, you know, oh, that kind yeah. of thing. Keeps it fun. Yeah, like like it's not Oklahoma. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm gonna keep my eye on it, but All right. Okay. But you are a farmer in the game. That that is the case. You you do mm-hmm. farm. And one of the achievements in the game is called polyculture for shipping 15 of each of the crops in the game. And there are different crops for different seasons. And since we know that you grow a large variety of crops, we can expect plenty of vegetable variety at your Thanksgiving table. And also, if you're kind of supposed to have a signature dish, go ahead and grab the monoculture achievement for shipping 300 of one item. Clearly, if you work with that crop that much, you're going to know how to make something amazing with it. Finally, at least... At the very least, get that singular talent achievement by maxing out one skill, in this case, fitch- fishing, and then grab the mother catch achievement for catching 100 fish, because you're going to have at least 20 guests over. With all of your materials in hand, we could go for the gourmet chef skill for cooking all of the recipes, but we have guests coming over, and for some reason, we only have fish for meat, so we'll top out at the sous chef achievement for knowing 25 recipes and leave our guests to bring those things to the table that we can't. And now that all the legwork for Thanksgiving is over... What will you guys be bringing to the table? X, you want to start off? Well, let's start off in the best way possible. Number five goes number to... Five. Number five. I'm just going <laughs> to let you have it this week. Number five <laughs> goes to Tequila Down the Hatch from the Sexy Brutale. Uh, quick backstory here. I picked up this game on sale at some point. I saw it was like a six-hour completion. It must have been pretty cheap. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I didn't have high expectations. But I just played it this past week for this GTAC tourney thingy. Um mm-hmm. You know, I, I wasn't expecting very much, but I played through the tutorial and like, holy crap, this game is awesome. I was hooked. You, uh, it's kind of hard to explain. Basically, you're trapped in a mansion and all the guests are being murdered, but it's not like Clue where you have to figure out who's doing it. You actually have to stop the murders. So through some divine intervention, I won't spoil the story. You gain the ability to rewind time and then you have to start the day over repeatedly and prevent the murders. So it's, it's pretty hmm. cool, actually. Uh, as you save each guest, you get an ability from them that allows you to save the next person, basically, and you get to explore more of the mansion, too. Uh, so one of the people you save, for example, she's a singer, and after you prevent her death, and all the deaths are pretty dark and gruesome, by the way, um, but after you save the singer, you gain her voice ability, which allows you to shatter glass. So now you can break some windows, and you have more of the mansion, and you can you know rescue the next person that you wouldn't have been able to do if you couldn't shatter the glass. It also helps you with those pesky collectibles, but we'll ignore that. Um, mm-hmm. Think of it like Mega Man, and that there's like a certain order, and you get mm-hmm. the boss abilities, and it makes the next ones easier and easier. It's sort of like that, except the game's linear, so you literally can't advance until you get it. But anyway, one of the people you have to rescue, her name is Tequila Blue. And, like I said, dark and gruesome, uh, she dies because she hangs herself from a bell tower. Very, very Thanksgiving, right? Um, but why is she hanging herself? This is where the game starts to show its weird side. She is... I'm laughing as she hangs herself. That's dark. Uh, She's hanging herself because a giant, demonic, evil fish named Grinma has said such depressing things that basically he talks her into killing herself. Um, So you do some detective work, and you figure out how to save her, which isn't even that elaborate. You just... You basically drop a curtain over the fish, uh, and he can't talk to her because he can't see her. And then she thanks you, and you're rewarded with tequila down the hatch that's the name of the achievement um the title is a pun because of course the expression but also because she hanged herself in a hatch and her name's tequila you you guys get it 
Yeah, sounds kind of fishy to me. <laughs> you know what? If you start your Thanksgiving with these kinds of jokes every year, it only gets better. So this is not a bad strategy. All right. I like that. And if you start it with tequila every year. It's so only going to get better. On uh, that, you're probably asking, what on earth does this have to do with Thanksgiving? And the answer is obvious. I kind of said above, Thanksgiving is stressful for me. Um, but Thanksgiving can go one of two ways. You either have a great time with your loved ones and your friends and those who are important to you, or you have a miserable time with your family who really only pretend to like each other on the holidays. Uh, and you can solve that problem by drinking yourself into oblivion. Obviously, <laughs> with some tequila down the hatch, because what screams American Thanksgiving more than a Mexican spirit? <laughs> and if your Thanksgiving is the first option and you are celebrating with your favorite people, a little tequila will help spice up the evening anyway. So whatever your Thanksgiving situation may be, a little alcohol goes a long way. <laughs> Very nice. Well, yeah. Very nice. What? And once you recover and everyone's gone, you can take some nice alone time, maybe read a book. Might I suggest Tequila Mockingbird? <laughs> I, I, oh man, I'm so sorry to be doing the side story thing. That's not usually my bag, but uh, I actually, there's a library hotel in New York City. So obviously, you know, that's exciting to me because I'm lame. But, uh, <laughs> I, um, I went on the top floor, they have a library bar and uh, one of the drinks is called Tequila Mockingbird. And I literally ordered nice. it only because I thought the title was so clever. Didn't like the drink at all, but you know, huh. they got hey. me. Way to support the title. Exactly. My mom actually got me a cocktail book, and they're all literary puns. It's like the English teacher cocktail book. I, I'm drawing a blank on all of them, to be totally honest, but well, the book okay. exists. <laughs> <laughs> that is amazing. And, and also, as a hint, to keep it sort of achievement-related, if you're drinking a little bit of tequila, it is great to play the Jackbox Party Pack games. True Just story. as an FYI. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're also great to play after school one day with a laptop on your lap and in a lonely room by yourself. Just thought, throw that in there. Okay. <laughs> Number four. Number four. <laughs> My first plate of achievements that I am bringing to the Thanksgiving table comes courtesy of RBI Baseball 15. And it is a heaping warm dish of three-year-old taters. <laughs> it's tater time, y'all. Number three. Year old taters. Number four. <laughs> so this achievement is gained by hitting a home run against the CPU or the cutting edge three-year-old online smart match <laughs> opponent. In baseball, and I, I, I feel like I need to explain this. In baseball, a home run is called a tater. Yeah. The ball is also called a tater for simplicity's sake. So the home run is a long tater, and the ball is a round tater. So for those who are woke, they are just both tater. It's kind of like the old opossum. That just sounds weird saying that. The opossum is just a possum, and the raccoon is just a coon. So, you know, a long tater is just a tater. But I digress. So for those of you like X, to hit a home run, you have to swing a carved stick and knock a wad of cork and rubber over a fence that is approximately 300 feet away without it bouncing off anything such as the ground. With the exception of Jose Canseco's head. <laughs> yes, that, that, that actually happened. <laughs> now, you can bounce the ball off of Jose Canseco, but anything else, not so much. <laughs> so if you're unable to force said wad over the fence successfully, you can still tater it by running 
to four predetermined spots on the field before people trying to retrieve the tater are able to throw the tater to a place that would impede your progress. But if you do make it to the fourth spot before the tater, you get a tater. Not the tater, but a tater. Questions, X? Uh, no, I hit a ball with a stick and run in a circle, right? Yeah. Uh, well, it's more of a diamond. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I okay. got it. Other than that, you're spot on. So, this one's pretty straightforward. So why did I include it for all our Chivo hunting Thanksgiving meal? Now, I could talk about my mashed uh, cauliflower taters, if you'd like. Oh, of course you do. Okay, well, that's pretty much the only reason that I included it. It's so that I could talk about my mashed cauliflower taters. So we all know the routine. You pony up to the table. You consume way too many carbs. You talk about a bunch of crap that you're tired of talking about. But you talk about it anyway for the benefit of all those who haven't heard the story yet. And then you sit around complaining about how much you ate and how you ate too much until I tell you to shut up so I can watch my terrible cowboys lose yet again. So what if there was a better way? What if you didn't have to wash down a dead bird or a dead pig with a bunch of starchy carbs? The good news is there is. Mashed cauliflower potatoes. You basically ditch the taters. Take some cauliflower, you steam it real good, and then you blend it, throw in some ghee. That's that's uh, woke butter, in case you're wondering. <laughs> Chicken broth and some roasted garlic. So you salt it to taste, and you won't believe the difference. You just got to trust me on this one. In fact, you know what? You could play a trick on all your relatives. Just kind of, you know, serve them up, see if anyone notices. If they complain, just ask them to leave. Can't have that in your house. It's a win-win. Anyhow, if you need exact measurements, just hit me up on the interwebs, and I will have you mashing cauliflower in no time straight. Secondly, I brought it up so you can have something to talk about while having Thanksgiving supper. Talk about taters, but don't draw too much attention to them because you might give them away since there ain't no taters, they're cauliflower. And then go into talking about how baseball, how it... It's terrible now because everyone's just striking out or hitting home runs. It's like strike out, home run, strike out, home run, strike out, home run. It's annoying. And I have a lot of ways to fix baseball if you like, but most of it involves putting some defenders out in the field, and I don't think they're going to go there. Now, in any case, much like this achievement that is worth 15 whole gamer score and a whopping 1.14 ratio, <laughs> make some mashed cauliflower taters and make it tater time anytime. I'm just going to throw out there, listeners, if you have not had mashed cauliflower, you're actually missing out. You really can't tell the difference. It's so good. Yeah, it's very delicious. It's a good call. I, I was that curious, actually, me. when I saw that you picked an achievement called Taters, how taters ever make it to your Thanksgiving table. <laughs> so I'm glad you offered that explanation. Uh, and it makes more sense as to why I picked number three on this week's list. Because, well, let me take it back just one second. It was hard to find achievements for this list. Uh, no joke. And the first one came easy. But after I figured out, okay, we, we got this. We got this meal. And Elroy's bringing stuff and X is bringing stuff. I was like, wait, what What can I bring? I need to bring a dish. <clears throat> so at first I thought, let's look for turkey. But all I found were a bunch of achievements for hunting turkeys or for doing things in triplicate. So that didn't really work. And then I was like, oh, I like stuffing. Let's see if we can bring that. But the only thing my search on TA turned up was stuffing balls from Connect Sports. And <laughs> I didn't want to touch that because A, what? We're, a we're children. You know what? And B, it's a, chill, a challenge, not an achievement. You don't want this to talk is a about stuffing balls? Come on now. 
Right. Oh man. Right. So what then I thought, oh, did you do a did you do a search for stuffing nards? <laughs> no, no, just just the word stuffing, and that was literally the only thing that came up. But um, but again, it's a challenge and not an achievement, so it doesn't have a place at the table. Um, <laughs> but then I thought maybe it's not a dish that I need to cook. Maybe there's some other important pre-packaged item that I can just show up to this dinner with. And then it dawned on me, I can't go a week without mentioning achievement-related things that make Elroy slightly uncomfortable. And I decided I should go ahead and carbo-load our Thanksgiving by inviting I Am Bread to the table. Oh, God. <laughs> so as an aside, not only uh, is it about bread, but the game's got a 9,000 TA score, so apparently it's quite hard. So all things that make Elroy shudder. Oh, Elroy now, loves hard games. What are you talking about? Sure Especially does. the really hard ones worth 200 gamer score. Yeah, I get hard all the time. <laughs> Only in the dungeon. <laughs> so in I Am Bread, you play a piece of bread, going on a magical journey to become a piece of toast. Uh, of course, now you as a human being can do this in a moment by simply picking up said slice of bread and putting it in a toaster, waiting a couple minutes, and bing, toast. But the bread has to do more work to get there. And in doing so, it'll help us fill out some of the other missing items at our Thanksgiving feast. For example, we could use a dash of flavor. So once we've cleaned up ourselves after earning the unfortunate achievement for spilling salt, we now have a standard bit of seasoning available for everyone's enjoyment. Many people enjoy butter on their toast, so go ahead and get the all buttered up achievement for covering up your toast in butter. And then put the butter knife down so the next person can enjoy some too. Another achievement in the game called you jelly tasks you the bread with being covered in jelly this is convenient as there are people out there who would appreciate <clears throat> excuse me uh who would appreciate you bringing some cranberry jelly for them to enjoy with their turkey iron bread also has cheese hunt levels so we'll be sure that one of those little trays of cut up cheeses makes an appearance at the table but most importantly in a clear effort to win elroy over after he's devastated been devastated so badly by all the carbohydrates iron bread brings with it something that is very important to surviving thanksgiving a sense of humor now, this is a little different than telling stories about people hanging themselves. It's actually funny. So hey. <laughs> <laughs> the list is littered with puns, like cool story dough, the rye of the tiger, and always begetting better. Thanksgivings can sometimes get a little tense, what with mixing together of family members who generally go out of their way to not see each other all year. And it'll be good to rise to that occasion by diffusing the situation <laughs> with some buns. I mean puns. <laughs> well done. Well, you know, there is uh, some paleo bread out there that you could uh, indulge in that's uh, made out of basically almond flour, some eggs, some coconut flour. So if you must have bread, maybe consider that. All right. Where there's a will, there's a way. <laughs> Just uh, another sidebar, because that's what I do, apparently, <laughs> is uh, when I did my whole keto thing, mashed cauliflower and almond flour bread were like staples, and you can make a hella good grilled cheese with some almond flour and egg bread. You know what I would love for you two to do? Since I don't <laughs> pretend to have keto diet because I don't. You should post recipes in our show notes. And then people uh, yeah. can enjoy these wonderful creations with their Thanksgiving meals. Indeed. Well, a little sidebar too. If you're going to be you firing up some uh, paleo bread in the old toaster, i tell you what's pretty good is, you know, when it comes out piping hot, Throw a little bit of sunflower butter on there. Ooh, yeah. Now we're talking. All right. Um, yeah. So I don't really know how to segue into my number two, which deals with... Number two. All the carbs. No, no, no. Number two is not the issue. It's just number two. But all the carbs, <laughs> right? So 
Number two is going to go to Pumpkin Master from Draw a Stickman Epic. Because when it comes to Thanksgiving, you can count on exactly two things. Dry turkey and pumpkin pie. <laughs> Accurate. Now, yeah. Now, if you guys have been paying attention, I'm very certain that I've mentioned pumpkin <laughs> everything quite a few times. And why? Because pumpkin spice absolutely consumes my life for the months of September through November. If you look up basic in the dictionary, my picture will be there because November also overlaps with peppermint everything. But we'll talk uh, about that peppermint. for our Christmas special. Wink. <laughs> so back nice to Thanksgiving. Haha. -ha. So back to Thanksgiving. <clears throat> Pumpkin Master, it's a pretty easy achievement to earn. And draw a stick band epic. There's a level called Grave Decisions that takes place in a Um A school? Close. Uh, Cemetery? Did, maybe. Wait, did, did did you say it, Elroy? Cemetery? Yeah! It takes place in a graveyard. Grave decisions. Graveyard? Come on, Em. Oh. Uh, well, <laughs> it's not my fault that Elroy clearly didn't read the script. Yeah, right? <laughs> no, no, I, I literally, literally, I did not. I just, I literally just guessed. <laughs> I can't believe I'm actually right, to be honest. <laughs> so anyway, I mean, some of your students might consider school a cemetery, but whatever. I was just thinking pumpkins, like, like Halloween, the... Uh, Anyway, there's yeah, a yeah. line that says take obviously wrong guesses, Elroy. Like, obviously I wrong. Uh, so in this level, your brave little stick man has to solve it. It's a pretty easy puzzle, actually, while dodging hordes of scary zombies. Oh, no. Luckily, we can use jack-o'-lanterns to distract them because zombies are attracted to lamps. Obviously, who doesn't know that? Uh, so once you've lit all the pumpkins... Not only are all the zombies distracted, which makes the level a breeze, but you also get the Pumpkin Master achievement. So, thinking about Thanksgiving, the only worthwhile part, really, for me, is eating just offensively obscene amounts of mashed potatoes, because, ah, uh, yay, tasty carbs, and enjoying a slice of pumpkin pie that is ultimately a plate of 10% pie, 90% whipped cream. Because, as much as I love pumpkin everything, I love whipped cream even more. So... Why is it frowned upon to just eat a bowl of whipped cream for dessert? Why do people force me to get the pie when I don't want it and all I actually want is the whipped cream? So you <laughs> see, this achievement not only ties into our theme in name, Pumpkin Master, but also in practice, because when I'm trying to hog the whipped cream, I need to distract the zombie or uh, my family. And how do, <laughs> how do I do that? With I pumpkin pie! With them drawn like moths to the flame to the alluring aroma of fresh pumpkin pie, that leaves me free to sneak into the kitchen and devour half the can of whipped cream before returning to the table to smother my pie with even more. So, since Thanksgiving would be more like lame laming without pumpkin pie and whipped cream, Pumpkin Master seems a very fitting number two. Hmm. Very nice. So, the, so I, I didn't realize that anything trumped the, uh, the pumpkin in your life. So, it's whipped cream <laughs> then pumpkin? It's whipped cream all the time, but September yep. through November, pumpkin is tied for first place. Oh, it's so like 1A oh, okay, and 1B. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Do you do this at all of your seven Thanksgivings? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Awesome. I go through several cans of whipped cream every year on Thanksgiving Day. <laughs> and then it's straight keto diet until Thanksgiving the next year? Oh, no. I just do keto <laughs> when I feel like it. Oh, perfect. <laughs> I lost a bunch of weight. No more keto. <clears throat> Carbs. Yum. Mm. All right. Awesome. Number one. 
Next on the Achievement Thanksgiving table is another staple in the form of some dead pig. It typically plays second fiddle to the old turkey bird, but if you want to be a ham star, that's the achievement that I'm, I'm going for here, ham star, <laughs> you either have to fire up the Kinect, pop in the deeply discounted game called Lips, and then get 30 performance medals thingies. Anyhow, you don't actually have to sing. You just have to throw the mic around like it's a hot potato and get a red badge 30 times, and bam, you are a ham star. So the other way would be to, you know, the other way to be a ham star is to smoke that son of a bitch until it looks like something that would cause Sweet Brown to run out of her house and not grab her shoes for nothing, Jesus. And so I know cured ham, it's all the rage, but man, I don't know. I like me some smoke. So you can have your salty ham. Just good luck being a ham star after ingesting all that sodium. But if you're going to be tossing and swinging a mic around like that superstar, I'm sure you are, you need to stay hydrated. Cured ham isn't going to take you over the finish line. Put a big old pile of smoking ham next to some mashed cauliflower taters, and you are ready to shine. Also, sidebar, might I add that Giggle Pig gets her first ham bone this year. Aww. Yeah, it's, it's going to be a big moment for her. And no, the irony of Giggle Pig consuming a ham bone <laughs> is not lost on me. But actually, while we're on it, pigs are dicks, man. They'll eat anything. So wild pigs, I mean, they're the worst. They run all over Texas. They, wild pigs got out. Man, those things will tear you up. But here's the educational portion of the show. So... A sow, together with her six pigs in some place I can't pronounce in France, in January of 1457, was charged with murdering and partly devouring an infant. The sow was found guilty and sentenced to death by hanging, though her offspring, partly because of their youth and innocence and the fact that their mother had set a bad example for them, but chiefly because proof of their complicity was not forthcoming, they were pardoned. So they didn't hang the piglets. Anyhow, also in 14th century France, I don't know what's going on in 14th century France, but a young pig was also arrested for attacking a child's face, which eventually caused the child to die because of the attack. So the pig was arrested for the killing, and it was taken to prison, just like humans are, and it was accused of murderous acts, and then it stood trial in court. So the point is, you can't make a, a ham star omelet without breaking a few infant eggs. That, <laughs> or, oh my god, <laughs> that, or maybe you shouldn't let pigs babysit your kids. I'm just saying, 14th century France, maybe you should uh, put some walls between your pigs and your kids. Just saying. But the Connect, it will happily babysit them. So put a mic in their hand. Exploit the labor that you bred, fed, and, and housed, <laughs> and make them get you some Chivo points in lips this Thanksgiving. Well. So, uh, <laughs> whenever I see someone with a ham, I say to them, Hey, that's a nice ham you've got there. It would be a shame if someone put an S at the front and an E at the end. Uh. <laughs> so, oh, I like that one. Are you guys the kinds that are, are more turned on with this kind of humor post tequila, or does it mellow you out? Oh, that was a good one. <laughs> Dang, I, 
because I need to determine whether or not I'm accepting your Thanksgiving invites. (laughs) And this is an important question. (laughs) Uh, Well, what uh, what do you call a ham that just got back from the doctor's office? Tell us, tell us. Cured meat. (laughs) Okay, so on that note, (laughs) we're going to wrap up. So thank you very much, as always, for giving us a listen. If you'd like to provide us with some feedback, probably the easiest way to do it at this point is to join us in our Discord channel, discord.io slash ah101. Hopefully I got that right, Corey and Kenny. Uh, You can also reach out to all of us at our various avenues of being reached out to. And uh, don't forget to check out X on SoundCloud, window of opportunity, because you'd be very thankful for that. Oh. And of course, <laughs> we're of course also very thankful that you're all taking a little time to listen to us, hopefully during your Thanksgiving weekend, and if not, sometime after. Um, so we definitely appreciate that as well. Yeah. And we want to wish you a happy Thanksgiving, and and uh, don't uh, forget all those wonderful pilgrims. Speaking of which, top three people that look like the Quaker Oats guy. Number three, Wilford Brimley. Number two, Jimmy Page. Number one, Barbara Bush. Top three ways to enjoy whipped cream. Number three, on a slice of pie or scoop of ice cream. Number two, spooned out of a bowl. And number one, straight from the can. Whoa. Yeah. I got nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Peace out, Girl Scouts. This is a game designed by two best friends, a horse and a chicken. The rules are simple. Get to the flag. If you can do it, but your friends can't, you get a point. However, the real fun and challenge is built by the players, as everyone takes turns adding new pieces to the level. You must work together to make the level possible, but also against each other to make it hard. You need to set up traps and hazards to screw with your opponents, but avoid them so you don't screw yourself. It's a fine balance between being an awesome level designer and being a huge jerk. Player Unknown's Battlegrounds is not Wakapale's Quickie of the Week. That would be silly. This week's Quickie is another kind of silly. Ultimate Chicken Horse. A chicken, horse, raccoon and other various animals modify existing platforming levels with new platforms and obstacles such as cannons, crossbows, spikes and black holes. The game also has a dedicated dance button you can use to taunt your opponents. Ultimate Chicken Horse is a really fun platformer party game when you play it as intended. You laugh and curse at each other and mostly have a really good time while slowly unlocking the game's achievements. If you mainly play for achievements, it will be way less fun, but you can easily get the full completion in less than 6 hours. At release, Ultimate Chicken Horse was a tad glitchy but has since received both bug fixes and content updates that has made it both more fun to play and easier to unlock the game's achievements. Some of the achievements are still glitchy, but only in the player's favor, as they might unlock sooner than you expect. Worth 1000 gamer score, just over 2400 TA, most of the achievements can be unlocked in a few hours by creating rule sets that make the game end as soon as possible, while still getting progress toward the various cumulative achievements. I recommend starting off with three round games of four players, with all players sharing the same controller. Designate two animals to be the sole winners of the first two rounds, and have the other two animals get to the finish line in the last round. Doing it this way will unlock two of the most time-consuming achievements, requiring 100 solo scores 
and 50 combat points. The most daunting achievement is for placing 1000 traps, but if you set each player to have 5 items each round to place, this can be done fairly quickly. Wall jumping 1000 times sounds like a lot, but if you place two walls close to each other and top it off with a roof, you can have it done in mere minutes just mashing the jump button. You will also want to keep an eye out for the question marks in the level select, as they will unlock levels, outfits and characters required to complete the game. You can also play online games with two controllers on the same Xbox to get progress towards the online games. Solely focusing on the achievements, most of the game can be done in 4 hours. I'm estimating around 800 game score and around 2000 TA. Playing Ultimate Chicken Horse by yourself is not ideal, but a fast way to boost your gamer score. And with most of the levels unlocked, you might have a fun time when you have less gamer score focused friends visiting. Oh, and remember to avoid the dance button to save yourself some time. And you've just become addicted to the game Ultimate Chicken Horse. Hmm. <laughs>